Decades of neglecting taxonomy is taking its toll. Nowhere on Earth is every species readily identified. And, in species-rich, poorly explored regions of the globe, the majority of species are entirely unknown to science. So, as environmental problems increase, so too does pressure to identify species. For the Species Hall of Fame, this is Quentin Wheeler. Rather than taking common-sense steps to return support to taxonomists and natural history museums to speed up the discovery of species, proven theories and methods are cast aside for shortcuts. One of the latest proposals is a so-called minimalist taxonomy, consisting of a DNA barcode, a single photograph, and the least information required in order to establish a scientific name. This appears to meet the need to identify species, but such poorly described species are not corroborated hypotheses, and knowing little or nothing about the species themselves, what is the point of identifying them? While there is no way to overstate the importance of identifying species for environmental biology, it is perhaps the least interesting aspect of taxonomy. As a fundamental science, systematics mission is fantastically exciting and as audacious as any other science. To discover and describe every kind of living thing on, under, and above the surface of an entire planet. To explain the complex pattern of similarities and differences among species due to evolutionary history. To give each species and group of species a unique name, creating the vocabulary for a rich language of biodiversity and to synthesize all that is learned in an informative, predictive phylogenetic classification. For the first time in centuries, taxonomy's mission is threatened. An accelerated rate of extinction means that, in spite of heroic conservation efforts, millions of species will be lost, and the time remaining to complete an inventory of all species is short. Compromising excellence in taxonomy today will severely limit how much we ultimately know and understand about the diversity and history of life. Failing to achieve taxonomy's vision will diminish our intellectual lives, limit scientific understanding, result in avoidable biodiversity loss, and reduce prospects for our future. We have one fleeting chance to explore and document the diversity and history of life. Missing this opportunity or limiting our knowledge to a single data source would be a colossal scientific miscalculation. Fortunately, by supporting systematics on its own terms, we can achieve its mission, make species identifiable, and create a wealth of knowledge about them. There will be no second chance to explore an inventory life on Earth. No other worlds on which to explore an evolutionary history so relevant to our own origins. Taking the planet Kepler-186f as an example, astronomers are discovering enticingly Earth-like worlds with rocky surfaces, free water, and moderate temperatures in the Goldilocks zones around stars. Not too close and hot, not too distant and cold, but just right to support life. But there are problems with turning to the stars to learn about biodiversity and evolution. Even traveling at the speed of light, 186,000 miles per second, it would take more than 550 years to reach Kepler-186f, and the same amount of time to return home. 
NASA's Orion spacecraft has a maximum velocity of less than six miles per second, so the real travel time is fantastically greater. What we learn about the outcomes of billions of years of evolution, we learn here and now. Second, even if we were to reach another biologically diverse planet and complete an inventory of its species, its history would not be our own. It cannot scratch our deep intellectual itch to understand ourselves in the context of the world around us. And were we to inventory another world species, our first impulse would be to compare its diversity, history, and evolution to those of Earth. It would be more than a little embarrassing had we passed up the chance to explore life on our own planet. As I argue in my forthcoming book, Species Science and Society, we can, if we so choose, discover more species in the next few decades than in all time before or after, deepen our understanding of ourselves and the living world, create knowledge with which to conserve diverse species, and lay the foundation for a sustainable future. We can make natural history collections reflect the full range of biodiversity, enabling generations who follow to study, learn from, and marvel at the incredible diversity and improbable history of life on our planet. But none of this is possible if taxonomy is reduced to a mere identification service, if evidence is limited to DNA, or if systematics departs from its centuries-old mission to discover, describe, and classify species. We owe it to ourselves and posterity to support maximal systematics, that is, a taxonomic renaissance that learns as much about the attributes and history of species as possible with the time remaining. Reporting from a little-known planet somewhere in the Milky Way galaxy, This is Quentin Wheeler for the Species Hall of Fame.